It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and wow, this is one of those double wow moments. First of all, we done made it through the weekend. We had great shows, and we got a fantastic show. And Noah, guess what? It's Friday! Woo! It's Friday night! Oh, man. <laughs> How you doing, my friend? How you doing today? Uh, doing good till about two seconds ago. I have a computer issue right in front of me. I need to get that back up in action, or uh, you'll be talking for an hour straight with no break. So, uh, oh man, let's let's, let's on make the fly sure we... situation. <laughs> well, I know how that is, man. Let's make sure we take care of that, man. And uh... but I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Oh man, we got a fantastic show tonight. Uh, we got uh, an expert and specialist. We got Doctor. Thomas Correll, and he's an orthopedic surgeon. Uh, he knows uh, a lot of things. I mean, actually, I tell you, uh, well, we met him uh, through, and I was telling you that Michelle got to have surgery real soon, and this guy convinced us. Uh, it's it's instilled uh, lots and lots of confidence, and we know we got the right guy. And I wanted him to share uh, some of the things as it relate to joints, ligaments, and anything that's uh, uh, have to do with orthopedic uh, surgery, injuries uh, with our listening audience. So uh, I tell you, if you want to be part of this conversation, you can call one 344 Again, that's one 344 no, you know, I, I got to always uh, introduce my great co-host. And, uh, you know, this person kind of keep me grounded and she just absolutely wonderful. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm doing good. Happy Friday, babe. Well, happy Friday. And you know what? We've been in Texas, at least I have been here almost two weeks now. Yeah, I'm missing and guys in San Diego. Hey, man, next week I will be back in studio, I mean, all five days, and we got some great, great uh, shows coming up, and we also got your jazz coming up, two of those. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other night when you told me I got very excited. (laughs) It's going to be extremely excited, and uh, man, I I can't wait to uh, get this great guest on, and uh, you know, Michelle, can you uh, tell our listening audience the purpose of tonight's show? Yes. Well, the title of tonight's show is The Expertise and Specialty of Dr. Thomas Carell, Orthopedic Surgeon. The purpose of the show tonight is to introduce the listening audience to board-certified orthopedic surgeon Dr. Thomas Carell, to learn about the unique services his practice clinic provides, to learn about some of the typical and seasonal injuries patients suffer from and the whys behind it, and to learn about the different types of specialized surgical techniques. Can you introduce this great doctor, Dr. Or Thomas Correll, to our listening audience? Yes. Dr. Correll is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon in the DFW, Metroplex, and surrounding areas, specializing in hip, knee, and shoulder surgery. Dr. Correll's expertise includes robot-assisted surgery of the hip and knee, providing years of excellence in total joint replacement of the hip, knee, and shoulder. Dr. Correll champions the latest techniques in arthroscopy of the shoulder and knee. With the recent launch of the Corral Family Orthopedics, he offers a broad range of high-level orthopedic care that includes upper and lower extremities and musculoskeletal injuries and conditions. 
Dr. Carell was born in Dallas, Texas, raised in Europe and Dallas. He graduated cum laude from Vanderbilt University in Nashville with a BA in molecular biology. He received his MD from UT Southwestern Medical School in Dallas, Texas, and graduated in the top of his class. Dr. Carell completed an internship in general surgery at Parkland Memorial Hospital. He completed his residency in orthopedic surgery at Texas A&M College of Medicine, Baylor Scott and White. In his free time, Dr. Carell enjoys family, the outdoors, sports, and travel. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Dr. Thomas Carell. Welcome to the show, Dr. Thomas Carell. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. You guys have really overwhelmed me, uh, so it's a great way to end the week. Yes, and thank God it's Friday. Well, Dr. Carell, we got a lot of things in common. Um, I mean, it, it, with me being on the other end where I had uh, – both of my hips replaced and I had uh uh orthoscopic surgery on both of my shoulders so you know I and great doctors like you uh allow me to be able to do the things that I'm doing today like I I, I run you know six I well, walk or run six seven miles a day and I'm able to do everything that I was able to do probably a little better <laughs> than when the original uh hips was in there so uh I, I want to thank you uh, for all that you do. And secondly, you are from Tennessee. I'm from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Well, you went to Vanderbilt. I mean, so yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. Oh yeah. So, so uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, that was me, Doc. <laughs> it's, it's... So yes, that's correct. So I've enjoyed and been privileged to do orthopedic surgery. My um, my interest was born. Uh, here in Dallas, uh, being the grandson of Dr. Brandon Carroll, who was actually the chief of staff of Scottish Rite Hospital. And as I was a little kid, he would wake me up and take me down there and round. Uh, and on the ward, I would see uh, what he would do. He would sit with these children that had a lot of uh, difficulties and handicaps. And I watched him deliver care. And I knew from a young age that I basically wanted to do that uh, later in my life to try to help people. So that's how it was born. And my interest uh, is basically that's the beginning of my calling. And after that, um, you know, I went on uh, through uh, being, you mentioned something about Europe. So my dad worked for Texas Instruments and he took me over to the south of France. And that's where TI has a really big plant. And I grew up uh, going to all French schools, and, um, and then I spent a lot of time in France and in Switzerland, where I was placed in a, a, a boarding school there, a prep school. Um, and then I came back in my a junior year and finished my high school at St. Mark's in Dallas, which is also kind of a prep school, and then went on to Vanderbilt at pre-med and Southwestern, as uh, Michelle eloquently said, um, and then just finished all the training and I've been in practice since uh, 1990, and I've really enjoyed that. So I'm here now in Fort Worth with all my family. I'm the proud uh, husband of Gable Carroll of 40 years, um, and my three sons uh, who live here in the Fort Worth, Dallas area. And I am a grandfather now of four, soon to be five. And, uh, so <laughs> wow. I'm just a blessed man. You are blessed, uh, Dr. Carroll. You are blessed. And, uh, wow. Uh, I, you know, I saw pictures of your sons and I thought they were triplets. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I, I, and I'm sure that, uh, you probably get that all the time. I mean, I, I was, uh, uh, I saw these pictures on Instagram and I said, wow, Michelle, he got triplets here, you know, so, but doc, um, so, uh, what was it like growing up in Europe? I mean, I'm talking about, uh, you mentioned that a little bit, but. Yeah. Tell, tell well, I enjoyed it a little bit for the that. most part. Uh, you know, I enjoyed the travel and the cultures. So um, being in the south of France, I was only two hours away from any capital of Europe. So if you kind of look at the map, you can really fly from, uh, you know, south of France to uh, Paris to London. And, you know, my dad and my family, we pretty much visited about every single capital there and enjoyed uh, the Alps and skiing. And so I was very blessed to grow up and get that uh, different uh, background before I came back over here. But I loved it over there. 
Wow. You mentioned that, you know, you realized at a young age that you wanted to be um, in, in the profession where you're helping people. Um, did you know specifically it was going to be in orthopedic surgery? Well, you know, Michelle, the the interesting thing was I um, once I got my interest in going to medical school, I then had to kind of pick and choose. So they do put you at Southwestern. It's a great program. They uh, let me go through different rotations, and those rotations would expose me to different disciplines. So long story short, uh, I knew I'd like to have my hands doing something, and I have a uh, you know really enjoy building things and taking things apart and putting them back together. So I liked using my hands. And then I um, saw the opportunity to correct deformity. And as uh, orthopedic is really that, it's, it's changing parts of your body to make it work right or restore anatomy. And so, yes, uh, I really enjoy that. And, you know, it's been a great part of orthopedics. Wow. You know, uh, this is already interesting already. I can't wait. We're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and finish our discussion with Dr. Correll. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and wow, I tell you, there is no better way to start a Friday Noah than to have an expert in uh, things that uh, we all need to have a better understanding. We got an expert and a specialist, uh, Dr. Thomas Carrera, an orthopedic surgeon, and that's that's uh, educating us and he's telling us uh, a lot of different things that I, I think that, and he's going to continue to tell us, that we need to know as it relates to uh, that specialty. And my listening audience, if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Dr. Corral. So, uh, wow. Uh, looking, doing our research, looking at me. Wow, you deal with a lot of different types of patients. Can you tell our listening audience a little bit about 
what type of patients that you normally work with that uh, that that seek out for your expertise? Yes, uh, James, I love that question, and particularly as I've launched now the new part of my practice called Carroll Family Orthopedics. I deal with uh, the youth, um, so starting around age 12 all the way up to 100. So we see a, a large a number of patients. Uh, James, I was going to ask you two, um, do you have children? You all have children. Yes, uh, we have four. Okay, so let's take, for example, some different age groups. I see, uh, I don't know if some of them are, you know, outside of college and they enjoy sports, but we'll be seeing all sports medicine injuries, uh, like the, the weekend warriors. Uh, we see um, the uh, senior patients who have a lot of damaged joints. We see uh, those who come from the emergency room, minor emergency rooms that have broken bones. Um, you know, and then all the musculoskeletal conditions, there's a lot to know about arthritis, uh, nerve injuries, and things of that type. So it's pretty pretty broad, but I enjoy that part of my practice. Hey, Dr. Carell, this is Noah in the studio here. And what makes your yeah. clinic unique? Because I know there's other people that do what you do, but I'm sure that you do things perhaps in a certain way or offer certain services that maybe others don't. So what would those be? Well, I, thank you, Noah, for that question. So I want to give a shout-out to Amy, uh, to Danielle, and to Angela that are part of my staff. And what we do is we treasure uh, each visit. Uh, you may know that in this day and age, uh, patients are often told, go to the minor emergency room or go to the care now, go uh, where at our clinic we get open for patients to call in. So the uh, very uh, front level, you'll be seeing a board-certified orthopedic surgeon. So for one thing, you go straight to the to me because I do all the uh, doctoring. So we do all the care there. So that's unique. And then we also do a lot of um, preparatory work for every patient who chooses to have elective surgery, so a lot of conservative care first. We do strongly believe that there's a lot of room for many modalities of treatment. So we don't go straight to surgery. We enjoy uh, making the proper diagnosis and then leading our patients down an algorithm of conservative care up to the more, um, you know, invasive surgical care. And then that is coupled, of course, a very personal uh, uh, attentive for example, we call all our patients regularly the day after surgery. We discuss uh, their images. We're very close. And I would say, Noah, that's one of the strongholds in my practice is that patients tend to get very close to me, and I get very close to my patients. That's good that you definitely know one another, and that probably helps the process as well. When would you recommend, maybe somebody has never seen an orthopedic surgeon before, when do you recommend that somebody actually go see one? And this might range from something minor to something major. Yeah, that's another great question because as I kind of alluded to, um, when patients have some musculoskeletal injuries, they're often uh, treated by uh, a whole host of individuals and but uh, they don't get to see the, the board-certified surgeon. And so we make it very easy for them to access, um, you know, uh, that type of care. Uh, we can give some examples where in some of the big teams, uh, a lot of the sports teams in my neighborhood will uh, have individuals uh, take care of them on the sideline, but they don't get to go see the doctor at first. So just last week we had – one uh, pretty well-known uh, quarterback individual who um, really was injured pretty badly, and it took him a while. But finally, uh, after he came to our clinic, uh, the parent was very uh, glad to see the doctor making the diagnosis. If that makes sense. No, it does make sense. That's, that's good to hear. Dr. Carell, what are some of the typical injuries that you do see? Yeah, so, um, for example, rotator cuff injuries. Uh, we have uh, everything from sports to those people who happen to trip and fall. Um, we see uh, those type of uh, ACL, you know, different sports injuries while playing soccer. So if you think of most of the sports medicine injuries you see uh, on TV, we, we deal with those as well. 
uh, thinking of clavicle fractures and football players. And we all know the Tony Romo injury. We all know some of those very uh, special injuries. And we would uh, take care of all those. Well, can you discuss your specialized surgical techniques, Dr. Carell? You know, uh, Michelle, I kind of champion uh, keeping up with all the new advances. So an example would be uh, in hip and knee surgery, uh, most recently robot-assisted type surgery has become more and more commonplace. As we know, robots are becoming uh, part of everyday life. So we see them, you know, cleaning uh, airplanes. We see robots doing so many fantastic things. Well, that technology has been exported for many years into the field of orthopedic surgery. And uh, so I take extra time and effort to go um, refine my skills using a robot to deliver the care. And robotic surgery allows the surgeon, him or her, to be able to do less invasive procedures. And so my patients recover quicker. You mentioned robotic. Uh, Can you explain that a little bit more? Because that's, uh, I seem like some... Uh, deep technology that's out there. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, every you know the doctors can avail themselves of different types of robots. You may have heard in obstetrics and gynecology, there's the Da Vinci robot. You may have heard of uh, in my field, for example, I use what's called the Mako robot, like the Shark, and that's a product that's uh, been bought by Stryker Corporation, and they've been graciously. Um, uh, training surgeons to really use that technology. Um, so it really uh, streamlines the care. Patients recover quicker. Uh, this particular Mako robot that I use weighs about 350 pounds. And uh, actually, I do know, James, that I do the surgery, but the robot assists me in, in being able to stay within certain very constrained boundaries so that the tissues are less damaged. And it's a, it's a great technology so I, I've uh, lived this, um, you know, 30 years of orthopedics. I've lived uh, seeing what uh, surgery without a robot is and what surgery with a robot is, and I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, technology has uh, came a long way. Uh, Dr. Correa, now you mentioned something about uh, seasonal injuries. Can you explain that to our listening audience exactly uh, what you mean by that? Yeah, so I take um, as a, so we take different seasons of the year, and you know there's the baseball season, there's football season, there's winter, there's fall, and uh, for orthopedic surgeons, we know, for example, when ice comes to Texas, uh, we're going to see broken hips. Uh, when we see um, summertime come around, we'll see golfers, you know, hurting their uh, wrists. Uh, we see tennis players hurting their shoulders. So uh, I like to use that term just because we're pretty much uh, seasonal in that sense, and we uh, we know uh, what season it might be, and we get geared up for those different seasons. Yeah. So uh, yes, I mean that 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 makes sense, and uh, just never heard it put that way. But people do, and especially during the summertime, and you get out and you start doing yeah. all of these bicycles, like the thing. <laughs> you know. So. Uh, I, I got a question, Doc, as it relates to sure. um, myself. So I, I had hip replacement uh, a couple of years ago, and okay. uh, it's been a while since I've been back, but uh, sometimes when I'm walking and I'm doing my thing, I kind of feel that it's kind of loosened up a little bit, meaning that uh, it might not be as tight in that area as it should be. Uh, is your recommendation that I need to go back and get this x-ray again or, or just uh, do certain type of exercise to uh, get it back in order? Well, I really like that question because on the hip replacement, particularly since it's such a, a large weight-bearing joint, I would recommend that you get some follow-up and get an x-ray. And of course, you're always VIP at our clinic. So <laughs> we, can come in, we can take a quick look. Uh, we just want to make sure that some of the materials – have not worn. We don't want anything to loosen, James, because once it starts loosening, then there are, and, and depending on what type of hip you had, and I don't, um, there's a lot to know about the brand and what type of materials go into the construct that you have in your hip. So I would highly recommend looking at it. If we can intercept something early, it sure is better than 
letting things go. And I would relate to something that some of the audience may know about is uh, once it was heard that uh, metal-on-metal products would be something very advantageous to patients, but it turns out that metal-on-metal hip replacements, for example, have been recalled. And that's a big one because in the military, by the way, um, since I know you're a, a great veteran of this great nation, they, you know, they did use some of those technologies and it would probably be very good to make sure you don't have a metal on metal, uh, uh, type of implant. So I have some, I do a lot of TRICARE and I see a lot of veterans. Uh, by the way, I was, uh, the director of the Colleen Fort Hood clinic down in Scott and White. And I enjoyed that. I met uh, a lot of good veterans at uh, Colleen Fort Hood. And uh, some of them did indeed have metal and metal replacements. Wow. You know, we're going to take a station break, but I'm going to come back <laughs> and finish discussing that. You know, so uh, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one 1170 It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation it's not their final destination country boy city boy a journey that ain't over yet is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger better and a more impactful life awaits you get the new audio version of my book country boy city boy a journey that ain't over yet on amazon and wherever audio books are sold The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 and AM 1170, The Answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And I, uh, just like uh, I was saying, we we talking to the uh, fantastic Dr. Thomas Corral, and uh, he's an expert. And especially as it relates to orth- orthopedic surgeon. And, uh, and I, we were talking about uh, uh, I, last <laughs> section, uh, right before we went to the break, about uh, uh, myself possibly getting a follow-up. Doc, I think I'm going to take your advice on that. <laughs> I'm going to set okay. that up real soon. You know, so uh, listen to the audience. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight eight eight. Three four four eleven seven. Hey, Doctor Craig, can you tell us about autograph reconstruction of the ACL and PCL injuries, and what does that entail? Yeah, so uh, James, I like that question as well because it's a, one of our fundamental uh, operations that we do in sports medicine. So the reconstruction of ACL and or PCL is done different ways. Um, in the last several years, uh, patients have been gracious in giving some of their organs to science. And so uh, technology has allowed uh, for the laboratory to remove DNA from certain organs. And we see this in eye tissue, cornea. We see it in 
other tissues, but in the musculoskeletal system, it's come to bone and tendon. And so uh, the orthopedic surgeon now will oftentimes use allograft, which is um, a, a piece of uh, tendon that did come from an individual, get it prepared properly, tension, and depending on the techniques used, they would uh, uh, put a new graft inside the patient and that graft would be a brand new ACL. So the old one would be gone and the new one is in place. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really great stuff. So a lot of, it really helps and it allows us not to have to borrow from you, the patient each time. So thanks to all these great people. And then the rejection rate of course has changed because of all the new science and being able to remove DNA. Is that, is that part of like stem cells or something? I mean, is it related to? Uh, uh, well, it actually, sometimes stem cells will be um, woven into the new uh, allograft. The allograft will act as a matrix, and some surgeons will um, put some uh, stem cells, so your stem cells, into that allograft material, actually soak it. And if you can think of, I call it the hot dog technique, where the stem cells will be woven into this new uh, allograft, and some surgeons will do that. So uh, stem cells is a great research area as well. Well, Doc, what are some of the most common risks to patients following orthopedic surgery? Again, another great question for the audience. So uh, there are the small operations, which let's say, for example, a person comes in with a hand carpal tunnel injury, which would be a simple uh, nerve release, and that that particular patient has very little chance of having a complication uh, sometimes, and then you know a postoperative infection or a suture or something of that type. But then in the more majors, the ones that you had, James, like a total hip, those patients are at risk of having a deep vein thrombosis or a fat embolism, and so it really behooves the the doctor, so he or she, to really prepare you for. Um, prevention of any of those types of complications that would include the proper uh, preoperative evaluations by your medical doctor, by the dentist, um, making sure that all our, uh, you know, all different systems are go so you can have like a total hip or a total knee and that you don't have to be at risk of getting some complication like a DVT or a fatal fat embolism or some type of uh, bad infection. Dr. Producer Noah again, and this might also be something that sets you apart because I know probably different offices, different doctors do it differently. How do you track your patient's progress after surgery? Yes, we do. So we, we uh, routinely see our patients two weeks at a time uh, for 90 days straight. So we're very close to seeing their recovery. Uh, patients will come in um, uh, we will also attract them at three, six, and nine months after their surgery. So uh, we do a lot of maintenance uh, type of follow-up. We make sure they understand the educational parts of rehabilitation. So we're very close to educating them on uh, their core. Uh, we're educating them on nutrition, uh, trying to maintain good body mass uh, and healthy wellness habits, if you will. Dr. Carell, can you tell us about advances in imaging modalities used for treatment and diagnosis of a variety of musculoskeletal injuries and conditions? Yes, and uh, so for the uh, gen you know general audience here, when you do go see the bone doctor, the orthopedic surgeon, uh, he'll take a, a thorough history, do a good exam, and then order the basics, which would be a radiograph or an X-ray. And that's kind of the standard is to get an X-ray of the joint or the bone that seems to be hurting. Um, so after that, Michelle, we go into the uh, specialty uh, diagnostics, and those would be magnetic resonant imaging techniques to look at soft tissue like tendon, to look at um, ligaments, to look at um, cartilage injuries. Then you go to uh, other, uh, for example, if a person's unfortunate to have a bone cancer of that type, then a CT scan. Then there's angiography, which would be contrast type studies. So these different modalities, and particularly uh, Michelle, the last several years have gotten so good 
that uh, the orthopedic surgeon can readily diagnose um, these problems and really take good care of you. Well, doctor, do you collaborate with other professionals, such as a physical therapist, to develop a treatment plan for your patients sometimes? Actually, extensively. So I'm part of a center of excellence, and the center of excellence includes uh, preoperative contact with patients by therapists. Um, In fact, some of the most uh, influential people in my practice have been some very dear physical therapists who have helped uh, build some of the post-operative rehab programs for each of these different uh, types of um, conditions, for example, in hip and knee and in shoulder disease. Protocols vary uh, for sports medicine, uh, for uh, like a rotator cuff or a biceps tenodesis. These are things that we often do, and the, the therapist uh, is instrumental in coordinating with our office. But a lot of orthopedic surgeons also do the same, and and that is because uh, medicine nowadays is a really uh, very special. You know, we are really able to give patients what they need. <clears throat> Yeah, Dr. Carell, I know that there's so much, obviously, care that goes into your patients, and obviously you have well-thought-out uh, plans for taking care, care of them every step of the way. Are you interested in teaching others your methods and mentoring young students? Boy, I, I love that, Noah, because um, as a dad, uh, as uh, I down there when I was on staff at Scott & White at Texas A&M, and now I'm at TCU, I'm an associate professor at TCU here, and I enjoy uh, mentoring, so I uh, leave my clinic open to shadowing. I have uh, students lined up, and every once in a while, I'll get a call from one of the ones who stayed with me for a couple of months, and that doctor would call me and say, hey, guess what? I'm now uh, a general surgeon, or now I'm a dermatologist, and I've I love teaching, and it's uh, been something I really enjoy doing. So the answer is yes, I, I enjoy uh, teaching the art of medicine. That's good to hear. You know, you know, uh, it's always great to be able to mentor uh, potentially yeah. our future replacements <laughs> I mean, yeah. and, yeah. and teach no them problem. the things that we know uh, because uh, we, we have to. I mean, uh uh, technology is evolving, and uh, as we learn, we pass it down to uh, our mentors and interns and, and uh, uh, you know, uh, the people that's going to be taking over uh, for us. So we're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and finish this great discussion with Dr. Thomas Corral. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. 
It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, Dr. Corral is really educating us on things that we need to really know. I mean, you never know uh, when you're going to have an injury, knee, hip, ankle, shoulder. I mean, we don't know those things, but... Um, being informed, you know, like listening today and, and uh, getting involved in the conversation. And, and you can ask the great doctor any question that you want. If you call 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Dr. Corral, I am really uh, enjoying this. And um uh, you're bringing it. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hey, so, uh, Dr. Crayer, how do you stay up to date with new treatments and advancements in orthopedic surgery? surgery? Yes. And the, the so uh, I like that um, part. You know, every board certified orthopedic surgeon just know uh, has to maintain very specific uh, continuing medical education credit. And so the American Board of Orthopedic Surgeon is a specialty board, um, which I'm very proud to be part of and have been part of uh, since 1992. Um, and you, I would encourage the audience when they do go see an orthopedic surgeon to know in advance that these surgeons are board certified. Um, so every year we have very strict educational criteria that's maintained to keep our license. Uh, and then I just enjoy it. I have to tell you because I know that I'm in my calling here and I, I like knowing that I'm going to give to my patients uh, the very best and the latest of techniques. On that, because you, you kind of answered my question a little bit, doctor, why, in a deeper answer, why do you love orthopedics? Man, I love that question, Noah, because that's um, one reason I'm here tonight as well, is to uh, tell you that uh, and the audience that um, the person who chooses to be in healthcare, it's got to be a person who enjoys taking care of people. And one of my mentors uh, once told me that, Tom, you know, one of the greatest joys you'll ever have is, is to uh, fulfill that dream of uh, taking care of people and um, really delivering uh, utmost to your patient. So, uh, Noah, for me, it's uh, a deep-seated um, calling that I have. And so it's rooted in something uh, in my faith. It's rooted in what I'd like to do uh, to honor my God. And so, yeah, it's glory to God in my practice is, uh, the a short way of saying it, but thanks for the question. Perfect answer. Love it. Dr. Carell, you know, it's natural for people after surgery to want to just relax, lay in bed, you know, because they're in the slight discomfort or some pain. But can you tell the listening audience why the recommendation is not to just lie in bed or just let's say, relax after surgery, and what's the risk in doing that? Michelle, that's a, uh, something very important in orthopedic surgery, so I'm glad you asked that question. So for the audience to know that uh, when you do have a procedure, uh, the more stagnant you are, uh, the less um, quick your recovery is going to be. So Let's take different uh, body parts, for example, and James may relate to this. But after your hip, there's certainly a healing time that needs to take place. But uh, by you uh, moving and not being sedentary prevents blood clots. It prevents some of the stagnation of blood through your limb. And so we really encourage that, not to mention that once the construct and the reconstruction has occurred, the mobility to the joint, the joints are nourished by movement. And so we do know that instead of putting a cast or uh, something pretty rigid, we like to get movement when we can. Having said that, Michelle, there are certain types of fractures and things that do require some casting and some um, time down for sure. 
understand. Dr. Carell, do you write articles and journals regarding your profession and, and your specialty in orthopedic surgery? Uh, no, I don't actually, because I'm a, I'm more in private practice. Now I had a choice coming out of a school to be part of a big trauma program where I would go into academic. So I think most of the private practitioners, unless they're in academic purely, don't publish a lot. Now, having said that, I know of some very great uh, private practitioners who are so skilled and have uh, discovered so many new you know, techniques or technologies, they do publish them. But for me, I, I'm kind of um, a hard worker, and I have not chosen to go back into academia. One day it will happen, perhaps, but... Um, not yet. Do you have any wow. goals, doctor, other than obviously continuing to provide excellent care for your patients this year? You know, obviously the pandemic has changed lots of things. Maybe there's something that that's kind of pushed you to do alongside your practice or with your practice. Yes, and I sure do, Noah. So I've kind of branded this year, 2021, as the heck yeah year because I kind of want to get out of this um, kind of dark period, if you will, where our, our entire nation has just been through a lot. So uh, I'm a, a real positive thinker. And I, again, um, want to thank Ashley, uh, Angelica, and Kristen, who have uh, championed the social media uh, part of my life. I started social media two months ago. And I've now got a website that was launched this week. And so this year has been a year of exposure to something really good in my life. And I'm enjoying this ride right now. Wow. Excellent. <laughs> you know, Doc, what advice would you give to uh, our young folk? I call them young folk. Uh, that's, that's considering going into uh, the medical field and doing orthopedic surgery. I think uh, the first bit of advice I would give that person is to determine for themselves whether they're going to be willing to uh, give of themselves to the patient. And uh, as I alluded to earlier, my mentor caught me before I ran off uh, from my training and said, hey, sit down here. I want to tell you something. And because I had asked him, I said, his name was Bill. I said, Bill, what made you so successful? And he pretty much uh, told me it's getting to know my patients and having discussions. And for example, uh, you guys, I would not have met you unless uh, we had sat and talked like we did in our office. And this is a great pleasure to me. So um, this is a great example. You're kind of a testimony of how, how good it can be for us to get engaged with our patients. Wow. You know, I have to always throw my guests off a little bit. Uh, and unexpected questions. So, uh, Dr. Thomas Corral, what would Dr. Thomas Corral tell Thomas Corral uh, 30 years ago uh, if he could talk to him? Oh, that's a good <laughs> um, be, be patient. Uh, be more patient. Um, I've, you know, I've had a really kind of uh, bombard myself with advancement and enjoy the ride. Wow. So uh, do you have uh, uh, a website or other social media platforms that our patient can read about you, get in touch with you and uh, come and see you? Yes. So, James, uh, in, like in the last two months, we started uh, a professional Instagram page um, or platform, professional Facebook platform, uh, LinkedIn platform. And then just this week, uh able to launch uh, com, and it's uh, up and growing but it's it's now live and we really uh, relish the opportunity for patients to get on that website they have new patient forms they can soon make appointments i'm going to open that up so i uh, really enjoyed that and that's a great question i sure appreciate that question wow you know i i tell you uh and uh our listeners uh doctor uh, career would be forming minor surgery on Michelle real soon, but he made <laughs> us feel so comfortable. I mean, especially my wife. I mean, she <laughs> made us feel so comfortable. And all you have to do is go by and see him, chat with him, talk with him, 
uh, and he will uh, put you at ease. And what do you think, Michelle? I think um, Dr. Thomas Carell is, uh, he listens and he explains things. That's one of the things that I really appreciate about you, Dr. Carell. You explain what was the problem and you demonstrated. And you also gave and provided options. You know, sometimes we hear about doctors just ready to just do surgery and cut, cut, cut. <laughs> but you provided options to see if, you know, the problem would get, you know, better or just alleviate some of the pain. And that's why we really appreciated that about you and the time you took to explain what the issue really was. So we definitely appreciated that about you as a doctor. And uh, thank I you, really, doctor. Uh, Corral, I really appreciate you taking the time uh, to come on my show and to explain to our listening audience uh, a lot of these great information that you have put out so that they will understand uh, that uh, it's not bad. If you got a problem, you, uh, especially a joint problem, you need to go see a doctor. You need to get it uh, checked out. And you just encourage me to uh, come by and and get X-rays. I got to do that. And so I I just well, want to thank you for <laughs> take taking time to uh, come on the show. Uh, any parting uh, message you want to leave our listeners? We got about thirty seconds. Yeah, no, I want to thank you both for making it really easy. This is my radio debut, and I don't think I've ever <laughs> been so comforted by two individuals. And thank you. Um, very much Noah for, for your input as well. So this is Welcome. really easy. I was, I was a bit nervous to say the least, but you guys made it really easy. And by the way, anybody in the neighborhood can come by and get some coffee, uh, and donuts at our place too. <laughs> we would love to have you back on the show again. And, uh, so, uh, Dr. Corral, thank you so much. I like to thank my great co-host, Michelle Cooley. Yeah. I like to thank my great producer, Noah Dingley. Most importantly, I'd like to thank our listening audience for taking the time uh, to tune in Monday through Friday uh, to It's Your Life. We're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message. But I tell you, I want everybody to have a fantastic weekend. We'll be back Monday, same time, same place. It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's Your Life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.